Hey, welcome to Above Board with Candor Path. You've got me, the Rich B, or you can just call me Rich like I always say. Today is a solo, short podcast, but wanted to spend some time on something that we often hear people talk about in our personal lives, also in our work lives. Seems to be a piece of knowledge that gaining it will help you kind of get through some of the frustrations that you have. I've got my special mug right now. I've got my mug that says magical. And I'm drinking from this mug because sometimes, I don't know, as I sip my coffee, one of the few things in this world that are always magical, coffee. Is it not? I want to talk to you today about something that you could say is a little bit magical, and it's your sphere of power. Where you feel that you have the most impact and where maybe you should spend the majority of your time and energy if you don't want to feel like you're spinning your wheels. The idea of spinning your wheels, when you think about that old old analogy or your old, old saying, if you will, it's stuck around for a while, one would assume, since the wheel has been invented. I guess prior to the wheel being invented, what did people say? <laughs> I just thought about that. They couldn't have said, you're just spinning your wheels, right? I mean, what did they say? Did like cavemen go, hey, Grog, you're just dragging your feet. That's what it was. See, I answered my own question. Isn't that incredible? Well, that kind of that kind of feeds into what I want to talk about, your sphere of power. So there are things within your power and there are things that are sort of outside of your power. There are things that you really have to understand are your key uh, to success, or if not even success, let's let's take it down a notch from success because you know we can go right to the success, but even just your key to not feeling like you're spinning your wheels, not feeling like your day is burning. So I want to give you just some quick things that I want you to think about, and that's the that's the Pee Wee's Playhouse word of the day. Did I just date myself? You know what that is, right? I mean, if John was on here, he'd probably give me a blank stare. Back in the day, Pee Wee Herman had a kids show. And he had the word of the day. Whenever you said the word of the day, all the everything went crazy in the playhouse. So this is the Rich B word of the day, thinking. Okay, so I'm going to read something to you. So this is what you have that I would say and that the, the philosophers of old, especially the Stoic philosopher said, are within your sphere of power. So listen to this. Within your power are your opinions, your desires, meaning the things you pursue, aversions, the things you avoid, and how you treat other people. So in total, if you wanted to sum that up, that would be your own thoughts and your actions. That is within your sphere of power. Beyond your sphere of power are the thoughts and actions of others, right? I mean, has there ever been times you wish you could kind of control that, but it's not. Your family and nationality can't control that. Most of your physical characteristics that you were born with. Now, Thinking this through, I guess you can get literal. Like you could be born with a certain kind of nose and go see, you know, Doctor Feelgood in Beverly Hills and get that nose changed around. But you know, let's just say like your height. Okay, you can't really change that to 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 to, a, to an extent. But you know, it's t- basically saying your your physic physical characteristics you were born with, and all that luck, fate, the world may give you or take away from you. You don't have a lot of control. If somebody runs a red light. And hits you. Yeah, you had control over your driving, but if you were already there, didn't see them, you have no control over that. So within your sphere of power, with the things that you have control of, which is basically in some your thoughts and actions, you're kind of free and independent and strong, all that kind of stuff. And outside that sphere, you're kind of constrained. And that is where you're sort of weak. 
And I think if we started to focus on the very basic concept of what is within my sphere of power, if you even just asked yourself that question, on a daily basis, when you start to feel a little frustrated, and I'll, I'll just use myself as an example, let's make it about relationship or family or work, whatever. But if I made it about myself, this is a fic- this is the the caveat. This is a fictional example. This is not actually happening. If let's say my wife, my significant other, my wife, if you have a significant other or whatever, you can make it your boss, your coworker, your friends, your kids, whoever's in your life, right? If my significant other is not picking up after themselves. God knows in my house, that is definitely not a problem. That's why it's such a, such a fictional example. But let's say it frustrates me that she leaves her, her clothes on the floor. That is not really within my sphere of power. What is within my sphere of power is my actions and my thoughts. So I can, and my words, of course. So I can choose to discuss this with her, A, hey, honey, really just want to just tell you something. It really bothers me. It frustrates me a little bit when you leave your clothes on the floor. I kind of feel like I'm always picking up after you. And I know you do a lot around here and there's a lot of great stuff and you know, I love you, but is that something that you could please work on? Now, A, she could go, oh my goodness, of course, and completely change your behavior. That would be, as my, as my mug says, if people reacted that way, magical. Or she could say she would do change her and, and then do it. Or she could say she's going to change her behavior and not do it, which is probably the case with a lot of people in this world. Or she could tell me, not going to do it, not worried about it. I'm sorry that it bothers you, but it doesn't bother me, so just deal with it. But whatever happens, that is outside of my sphere of power. Even once I've expressed it to her, now I've, I've done what's within my sphere of power. I've expressed myself, which you should always do. Express your wants and needs to the people around you, et cetera. Now, the rest of it is what I do and what I think. So I can make the choice that, hey, this is not going to be a behavior that she's going to change. Is it worth my investment of arguing with this person about something that they're not going to change? It's a big deal to me. It's not a big deal to her. She does a lot. You know, you can start thinking this through. She does a lot for me in other, in other areas. So you know what? When I see her clothes on the floor, I'm just going to, whenever I walk towards the laundry room, I'm just going to dump it in the laundry. I'm just going to accept and, and be okay with that. I'm just, that's what it is. That's what I can do. And that's how I can also think. I can also think this through and say, yes, this bothers me. Yes, I, I feel a certain kind of way about it. I feel ignored. I feel disrespected, whatever, whatever I feel. And then ask myself, am I really being disrespected when she leaves her clothes on the floor? Or is it because she's so busy working, dealing with her boss, helping take care of the kids, cooking dinner, doing all the things, go exercising so she can stay fit and healthy, look amazing and be around for a long time? Is this really, as they say, a hill I want to die on? Is this really what I want to fight about? It is outside of now my sphere of power, what she does with leaving her clothes on the floor. Now it is within my sphere of power, as we talked about, is our thoughts. So remember something, a lot of people think that their thoughts are facts, but your thoughts are really more interpretations. But you know, you always have to understand that I'm thinking, like that example before, her leaving her clothes on the floor is disrespectful towards me. But truly, I don't know, in, even in that example, that for many people could be very real, that when somebody leaves their clothes on the floor, with and if somebody is like this, please get a divorce attorney, go run for the hills, like get away from them. <laughs> 
whatever it takes. If somebody's going, I know that when I throw my jeans on the floor, this is going to really tick them off. So I'm doing it because I want to disrespect their day. If somebody's literally going, if you know that, if that, if that's a fact, like if they say to you, Hey, I just want to confirm something for you. I am leaving my clothes on the floor because I hate you because I want to make your life miserable because it makes you suffer and I'm going to do it every day. Then you need to like exit stage left from that relationship. Most likely that's not the case. Most likely they're preoccupied. They're doing something else. It's not a priority to them. So understand that how we think about it sometimes is an interpretation. I've interpreted this action to be an action that is being taken on purpose to upset or aggravate me. Now, of course, if I've already expressed it, it aggravates me and the person continues to do it. One can understand how you could go down that road, but even going down that road, you can kind of see how it's probably unlikely the person is legitimately staying up at night thinking about, (laughs) I cannot wait to leave my Levi's on the floor tomorrow because it will devastate him. It's probably not happening. What is within your sphere of power within that example is what you say, what you do, and how you think. So I said what I've said. The genes are still on the floor. I now have to look at what I think and what I do. And my doing could be, I don't like the genes on the floor because they get in my way. We live in a small apartment. We live in a small townhouse. I'm just going to pick up this slack and throw the genes away and just be at peace with it because I've interpreted it in my thoughts that she does so many other things for me. This is not something that I want to be really miserable about. Okay. And then how I, that's what I do. So I'm doing and thinking those thoughts. We so often spend the majority of our time fixated, fixated, worried, anxious about things that are outside of our sphere of power, outside of our sphere of power. We are so worried about something we see in the news that somebody did or said that we're really not going to be able to adjust, fix, or deal with it. That's why I personally don't. I pick my news. I'm very interested in certain topics and certain stories. And of course, I like to stay informed. I try to stay away from opinion pieces because I find that, you know, it's just my bias anyway. I'm just picking the opinion pieces that I'm going to agree with, right? So I'm going to watch that just so I go, see, I was right. This side is wrong and I'm right, you know? And, you know, the people that stay with that one news channel on 24 seven, where they literally become indoctrinated, propaganda, mesmerized, and they don't know another side of it. Have you ever talked to anybody like that? I'm sure you have. I'm sure you've talked to somebody who is so dogmatic about their whatever politics that they'll say something and you're just looking at them going, that's that's not what happened, but that was their interpretation. It's different than your interpretation, whatever. But even if it factually isn't what happened, like they say, you know, this person said such and such and you say, where? And then they say, well, I saw it on such and such a news channel. And then you do the research and you can't find it. And you're like, can you show me the source? Well, I, it's probably been erased by the cabal. It's been erased by the, 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 you know, the whoever, you know, both sides get kind of crazy about that. You don't have control over that stuff. And yet we spend a lot of time on things we cannot control, but what we can have to a good degree is that control over our thoughts and our actions. So you have to decide, do you want to be peaceful and content? Do you want to walk through your life with a sense of sort of a a calming and a knowing and a peaceful sense? Or do you want to walk around just constantly gritting your teeth and, and freaked out? In that silly example I gave with the laundry, one could see how 
you start to spin that in your brain. It's disrespect towards me. I'm being ignored. My wants and needs aren't being heard. And okay, I, I mean, we can go down that road and maybe, you know, there's a lot of people that are nodding their head because this experience is real to them. There's people right now, maybe looking at a pile of clothes on the floor going, I don't know. I don't agree with this dude, but I'm telling you that as you're looking at that pile of clothes, with the exception that I gave before, that if the person's really doing it, this could be because the person, you know, what, what if this, let me give you a, let me give you another interpretation. Let's say that it's, it's not a regular thing, but it once in a while it happens, the clothes on the floor. And let's say you come home and your significant other or your kids or whoever, your roommate has left their jeans on the floor. And you start spinning in your brain how disrespectful this is. I've talked about this. I'm super upset, blah, 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 how upset they are. And then you hear them in the other room and you go in the other room to tell them off. And when you go into the other room, this person you care about has a first aid kit out and they're treating a a big cut on their foot. And you come in and they've got tears in their eyes. Picture your child, tears in their eyes. And they say, I was outside picking flowers for you and I was barefoot and I stepped on a broken bottle and I cut my foot and I ran up here and I, and you realize that they ripped off their jeans so that they could get their, they can get their, their, their leg, their lower leg, their foot or whatever into the, the, the bathtub so they could clean it. And, and that's why they took off their jeans because their jeans had dirt on it, whatever. But wherever the injury was, they had to remove their jeans to get to the injury, whatever. Now you walked in with an interpretation of this situation. You walked in, ticked off, disrespect, look what they did. And now wouldn't your thinking change if you cared about the person? Would you stand there as they were bleeding, needing stitches with tears in their eyes and tremendous pain go, yeah, you know, I see that you're bleeding right now. We probably have to go to the ER, but you know, could you have put your jeans in the hamper? No. Now, same situation, jeans on the floor, but different reason behind it. Your interpretation, however, was different. Your interpretation was one of being angry and it was outside of your sphere, right? We so often make interpretations, decisions, read things. Sometimes we're right. Sometimes we're right, but sometimes we're wrong. And I think a lot of our frustration is because we are outside of our sphere of power. What if we took our power back? What if we made a conscious decision starting today that we were going to be conscientious, conscientious, conscientious. I can't say that word. We're con. I can't say it. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. This was like when I was a little kid and I couldn't say cinnamon. (laughs) What if we were going to be very specific and careful about paying attention to our sphere of power? What if you spent today realizing and saying to yourself, whenever you start to feel yourself frustrated or aggravated with something going on or not peaceful or not content, asking yourself, is this inside or outside? Is this within or without my sphere of power? And if you answer outside, then realize it is beyond your control. That person who cut me off in traffic, is this within or without my sphere of power? It's it's outside of my sphere of power. I had no say or decision over how they were going to drive their Chevy Chevy Blazer today. That was their call. So now I can decide, am I going to rage on this? Am I going to catch up to them and give them the middle finger and start screaming and yelling at them, which could then escalate to them brake checking me and then me pulling in front of them and brake checking them. And now all of a sudden people are pulling out pew pews and now things are getting dangerous. 
I mean, that's how it starts, right? Right? Almost every road rage starts with somebody real, somebody being upset because something outside of their sphere of power happened and they interpreted it. This cutoff was you did this because you were trying to disrespect me. No, maybe they cut you off because they were swerving to avoid somebody else. Maybe they cut you off because a squirrel ran into the road. They don't want to kill it. Maybe they cut you off because honestly, innocently, they just weren't paying attention. Maybe they cut you off because maybe they're they're on speakerphone and they're talking to the, the surgeon who just told them that their dad just came out of surgery and he's not doing well and you got to get here quick. Maybe they cut you off because they're just a unconscious, bad, crappy driver. But did they really cut you off because they hated you and they wanted to ruin your day? There's a 1% chance that maybe you have a bumper sticker really made them mad and they disagree. They like, you put like who you voted. This is a risk you take. You put who you vote on, on your bumper sticker, on your bumper. Somebody's going to get mad at you and somebody's going to agree with you, right? But whatever it is, maybe it is that. But most likely it's something without, with, without, with, from without your sphere of power. I think we take back our power. We take back our calm. We take back our sense of, of, of success. We take back our sense of winning. We take back feeling better, our peace and our contentment when we start to measure within or without. And all of a sudden, I know as I've done this exercise and it's, it's from stoicism, it's definitely something that comes a lot from the stoic philosophies. But I understand recently that when I start to feel myself getting a little aggravated, like, oh, this is starting to tick me off. I say, is this inside or outside my sphere of power? It's outside of my sphere of power. So you know what? As Elsa said, let it go, let it go. I let it go. And, and do I always like, like a snap? Do I always just feel great? Not always, but I got to tell you, and I'm being honest, most of the time I feel a little better. These days, as tough as life can be, as challenging as things can be, as hard as life can be, wouldn't we all, couldn't we all, shouldn't we all <laughs> kind of enjoy the little bit better feelings. I mean, even if it's one, two, five, 10% better, I'll take that. Would you take a 3% raise? Would you like to be good looking by better looking by 5%? I would. Why not? So even if it helps a little, why don't you try it? So today I want you to think about that. I want you to think about what's within your sphere of power and what's outside of your sphere of power. And when you do that, see if you take back a little bit of that power that is yours. Hey, man, thanks for joining me for this short podcast. Hope you got a little bit out of this. I hope you will seize back your feeling of peace and contentment. We appreciate you on Above Board with Candor Path. Until next time, you take care.